In Washington, I'm Tommy McFly. And I'm Kelly Collis. Over the next 30-some minutes, we'll take a deep dive into No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what we do. On the Tommy and Kelly Show, you can expect all things real fun D.C. Anything that has to do with D.C., like Jose Andreas, the pandas, the monuments. And, of course, we live in the District of Champions with our winning Nats, Caps, and Mystics. Kelly gets a little carried away on the sports stuff sometimes. That's true. For the last decade, we've been having a conversation about life in the nation's capital. We're glad you're here. Let's get started. Well, good morning. It is Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. I'm Tommy McFly. And I'm Kelly Collis, and I'm warning you right now, if you've gone on social media already, you know that it's National Drink Wine Day. It's an excuse for people to post up on their social media feeds of them drinking wine on a Tuesday. As if you needed an excuse, Kelly Collis. (laughs) So there you go. Before we get into our headlines happening in D.C. and all around the country. Also, the D.C. restaurant that's offering up cryptocurrency for new employees, among other incentives, as they're trying to close the workforce gap. We'll get into that, and we'll talk to the owner who's going to bring um, this new option to the city. And there are two mamas over the weekend that did something incredible with their children, and I just love these two stories. One has to do with Pink, Tommy, I know your favorite. Love her. And a former Olympic gymnast. And um, don't worry, I know it was a beautiful weekend. There is one company here in D.C. that's making sure you don't have FOMO this summer. That's really important. I think that's really something that we should all be striving for. If you are a company to reduce the level of FOMO that happens within your employee ranks. Way to go, that company. We'll dive into that in just a little bit. Now, of course, we know that today is the one-year anniversary of the murder of George Floyd, and we're keeping that in our minds today as well. Looking back over the last year, I know that I have personally found myself being more aware, being, being kinder and reflective and... Um, thinking back on the mistakes that I've made. And it's been truly remarkable to see, you know, small things in neighborhoods like murals going up around DC to Black Lives Matter Plaza to big changes that are happening all across the country. It's been remarkable to think about what's gone on in a year, but also the important work that still is ahead and still needs to be done. For sure. I know in our household with the kids, um, some of the dialogues have been challenging and interesting and dynamic, and uh, it is a learning process for for everyone um, in, in, in our house. And it's been uh, really great to have teenagers to be sort of at the forefront that are making some of the changes and being very vocal. Um, and, you know, the good news is today, you know, 30 states around the country have implemented some sort of police reform. There's still a long way to go, uh, which is why George Floyd's family is here in D.C. They're going to meet with Biden today. Uh, that includes George Floyd's uh, little seven-year-old daughter uh, to really push for federal uh, police reform. Kelly, I think that's the first time, too, you've said it's great to have teenagers. <laughs> yeah. You've had them. You've had teenagers for several years now. And I think this might be the first time you've said it's good to have teenagers. So wow. no, they, wow. they bring that a moment. I think. <laughs> they bring a unique perspective. So and uh, so, yes, um, don't let me say that again, though. <laughs> I, I will keep a monitor on that for you. Don't worry. 
Um, the, I want to talk about this political article you found about them trying to alleviate FOMO among their ranks. Literally, it says it in a memo. So Politico, of course, the media company is based uh, right outside of the D.C. area, sent out a memo to their employees, letting them know what to expect about back to work and what it's going to look like. We're not going to get into all the nuts and bolts, but they literally did say, we don't want you to have FOMO this summer. So we're not going to do our hybrid back into the office until after Labor Day. We want our employees to enjoy their summer figure out ways to work remotely, enjoy time with family. Um, but they did use the word FOMO. And I just, I, I can kind of appreciate that because they're like a legit media company that does some, you know, pretty serious reporting. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because like Politico has, uh, among like the DC media set, Politico, Politico has that reputation of being kind of like a grind, right? Like like being really tough on their employees and expecting high standards of work and everything. So for them to be like, have funsies this summer, like that's kind of an interesting <laughs> push for them you would think they'd be the last ones you would think that they would be like have fun willy-nilly go get them well it's it's i mean for sure gonna be interesting to see how employees are responding to this but i think it's important though a lot of people are enjoying their summer i will tell you that um i was in rehoboth last weekend and i know the weather here in dc and in rehoboth was gorgeous it was summer like weather right 85 degrees and sunny and all the things it felt like the first weekend of, of summer vacation it was amazing Totally. And Rehoboth was legit bonkers. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen like before Memorial Day weekend. It was just body to body, restaurants packed, people enjoying the boardwalk. But also, this is a, my little PSA. I think some of us have forgotten how to behave in public. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um Yesterday, I was, um, I, I left yesterday morning and I went, uh, did a little shopping. And the sales clerk, um, her dad is an EMS for Rehoboth. And he's, and she said that her father said it was the most busiest weekend as far as calls that they've had in five years. Wow. Now, this is May. Kids are still, the college <laughs> students haven't even come down there. Like, I mean, it was just insane. And I just think that, you know, people watch your children, mm -hmm. monitor your day drinking, don't drink and drive, still be kind and all the things that we learned over this past year. I know it's been a long, hard, you know, 18 months. Jeez. Yep. <laughs> so I can only imagine in little small Rehoboth in Delaware, what the rest of the world uh, is going through. I think we're running into a little bit of like Memorial Day week this week. I think a lot of folks probably if they could or, you know, like it's all Politico's fault. Everyone's working remote. So maybe it was all Politico staff in Rehoboth <laughs> causing all the trouble <laughs> being no. all down there. They were like, you know what? Biden's going to be in Delaware. I just know it. Let me hang out there and, and stake out. And then when he didn't show up, they were like, all right, well, let's go to the bars. Uh, I will tell you, though, they uh, the shops in Rehoboth are sort of monetizing over the Biden thing. There's lots of like, you know, the summer White House T-shirts and like Biden chilling with Biden and Rehoboth T-shirts. And so they're they are capitalizing on that. He does have a summer home uh, in Rehoboth. Look at that. Stimulating the economy. There we go. <laughs> That's certainly one way to do it. I will tell you, though, Kelly, anecdotally, of all the gays I talked to this weekend, they're coming to Rehoboth for Memorial Day. So I just get ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's a party. So all are welcome. And you know what? That's the most amazing thing about Rehoboth is there's families, there's gays, there's lesbians, there's fishermen, there's, you know, the bougie people with their big houses. There are uh, blacks and Hispanics. And they like we all in this very small town, we all sort of have our little ecosystem of, um, you know, enjoying the beach.
I, you just sounded like Stefan from SNL. Rehoboth has everything. It does. Fishermen, gays, Biden t-shirts. <laughs> Grotto oh. pizza, which started in Pennsylvania. You know, all of the things that Rehoboth is known for. Yes. Yes. It will be. Okay. I will look out for all your gay friends there, Tommy. Thanks, Kelly. I appreciate it. <laughs> But people behave. Yes, behave. Mind your P's and Q's. I think it's also like with driving. So I've been, I live in downtown. I've been, you know, had my car, haven't driven as much, but I've been walking all around. I was in the car yesterday with the rain. People were wandering around like cicadas that just came out of the ground. Like my goodness, the drivers, like people, (laughs) we, we, you, you have a license, you've trained for this. And if you haven't driven in the last year and a half, maybe not Connecticut Avenue, maybe start in a parking lot. And try that just to like, <laughs> you know, signals, mirrors, make sure you just remember how it all works. And then um, and then you can get back to the roads. You can graduate back to the roads once you <laughs> behave yourself. My goodness. Yeah. And there's also a lot of I got someone yelled at me saying, like, get off my phone. And I was like, I'm not even on my phone. <laughs> Maybe you have the wrong person. I'm like, but why are you so angry? <laughs> I your own business, people. I was um, I was in a, the, the, the I was in the lane to turn. And somebody drove up like the parking spots at like lane and tried to turn. And I was like, you are in a parking spot. That is where you park. You don't turn from a parking spot. You park in a parking spot. You monster. Yeah. Have a yeah. great morning. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I think we're all experiencing a little mm-hmm. bit of that, no matter where you live as, yeah. as people are sort of, we are like cicadas actually, because like we're coming out of our homes. A lot of us haven't been out uh, in a very long time. And everyone just wants to sing and mate. <laughs> A lot of that happening. <laughs> Speaking of singing and mating cicadas, I want to bounce ahead because there is a cicada rap that has come out um, that Fairfax County has put this out. I want to just play a little bit for you and then we'll talk about where it all came from. Ground is riddled with half-inch tunnels up in your COVID bubble to sing with trillions of my friends and cuddle. In some places, we'll number hundreds of thousands per acre, 100 decibels that would be MC Bugsy, aka Adam Lima. Um, he's a trained etymologist for his day job with Fairfax County um, Health and Disease Carrying Insects Program. And by night, he's a rapper. So there you go. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Yeah, we'll drop the link to it in the show notes if you want to check it out. Because my goodness, it's it's creative, and they pack it. It's like Hamilton level information into a song. That's that's good. I wonder if he like he was inspired by doing it once the cicadas came up, or is this something he's been working on for the last seventeen years? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I the, the clip that I pulled though, he specifically references COVID bubble, so I feel like you know he's right. he's keeping it with the times, keeping it that's very twenty twenty one. I appreciate yeah. that about him. That's true. I am getting used to the sort of the gentle hum of the cicadas. It sounds mm-hmm. like so summery. It's like I wanted to put it on my noise machine. Like it's really really nice. Yeah, we don't have any cicadas in Mount Vernon Triangle because there's no ground um, that was there 17 years ago is there now. So uh, like the whole the whole neighborhood, not a cicada to be seen or heard. But I um, had I was at some friends houses in Arlington over the weekend. And yeah, you can hear that like that like yeah. cicada buzz. It's so nice. I love it. I dig it. And then um, in Fairfax City, too, they've got their restaurant week going on. So you could have dinner outside and you can enjoy you know, the little cicada hum as, as you were, that was my cicada sighting. I was, I was at, um, Ald Shabin in Fairfax city and I heard like the cicadas and I saw one, I got a little video of it. So I was able to post it on the internet in case no one else thought to post cicadas on the internet. 
It's just the thing you do. I saw these two stories that would be interest no matter what. But then when you realize like the, the, the feet and the tasks that they do is truly incredible. So I will start with Pink. Got a huge uh, award and for her work at the BBMAs, which is like the British version of the Grammys, if you will. And so she's doing her thing, doing some songs. And then she does what she's known for in a lot of ways, which is performing upside down and singing. Now, this woman is 41 years old. The thing that's also impressive is that her nine-year-old daughter does it with her. I love it. Willow is there. They're performing their song. It's such a cute mother-daughter moment. Look at them swinging from the air, singing, and she's just like such a proud little mama on her face. I mean, it just, oh, it was just everything. Look, they're synchronized. It was just incredible. And the smile on Willow's face, like she's just beaming. They're both yeah. just so happy. What a great mother-daughter moment. Yeah, it, w- it was pretty awesome to see that. And then happening, so that was yesterday, or Sunday. I also think ha- you and your daughter, Casey, have your Halloween costume all set. Oh, yeah. Like my 15-year-old daughter wants to be matchy with her mother. No, that's Can not happening. Go to like Ace Hardware and see if you can get some hammocks and try to recreate that under your deck. No. <laughs> she wants. I can't barely post photos of her on social media. So, no, that, that is not going to happen. Uh, what if I get her an Amazon gift card? <laughs> the the thing about her you can't buy her the boy know, you can I've, buy i've known that for a long time <laughs> I, I really i respect it but it makes negotiating with your daughter extra difficult <laughs> for sure um but then i heard about this other mother who um is a former olympian i did not know who she was i just did a little bit of research on her um she is her name is chelsea memel and she won a silver medalist for gymnastics in 2008 she has been like out of it for the last nine years. She's got two children and yesterday she performed or she did. Is that the right word? I'm pink performs a gymnast competes competes. There we go. <laughs> wow. wow. To the rafters and back. Wow. She did amazing. And, and, and the commentators go on to say that there, you know, she started getting back into shape after she had her two children. So impressive. This whole comeback started out to get in shape after having children. What an inspiring story. She's not going to the Olympics. She's not going to qualify for the Olympics, but she is competing. And um, she's also like flipping through the air after having two kids. And I will tell you, her kids are young. Like she's got young kids. My mamas that have birthed children know that it takes a while to get everything back into shape. It's not an immediate thing. So well done. (laughs) What do you mean? Oh, you, yeah. I don't have to explain it to you, Tommy. I wanted to share those two mom stories. So she's not going to go to the Olympics, but she's... Yeah, she's not at the competing level, but she already has her silver medal. I mean, in 2008, it's incredible. 13 years ago? 13 years. We're going to start hearing all those great stories about, especially over this past year of of these athletes getting ready to do the most incredible uh, athletic event. Simone Biles, my goodness. She makes it look so easy, though. Yeah, she, she totally. She, she's like, what? Like, here, hold my beer. I'm going to go do a couple flips. And talk about, right? Like, you know, she's obviously trained countless hours and put her whole life into this, like, moment. But to see her perform and to see all these athletes perform, like, it's just so wild to see it in the moment. You're like, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and, like, we'll see Katie Ledecky again this year. And it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be wait. awesome. Love to see it. We've talked a little bit about... um restaurants and other businesses trying to get people to come back to work and to be part of their staff, especially in the hospitality industry. There's a real problem right now of getting people to 
meet up with the demand of all the restaurants being reopened. They've been closed. A lot of people left the industry. Other folks are like nervous to come back. There's just a lot of things going on. So restaurants have gotten creative. I saw a sign on the internet. I'm not sure if it's true or not because, you know, the internet can sometimes lie where McDonald's in some locations has a sign in the window being like, if you come and work for us for six months, we'll buy you an iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll do it for some people. Yeah. Right. And other incentives. Barry Guten is the CEO of Cuba Libre. Um, You're joining us from Philadelphia. You've got Cuba Libre in downtown DC, right on ninth street, by the way, love the marshmallow fire pits. Nice touch throughout the winter. Um, And now you're rolling out some really interesting, I guess, incentives to get people to come work for you. Why, why is this, why is this having to happen? Well, you know, during the pandemic, all the restaurants shut down at one point and we've all been operating under strict restrictions and lower occupancy. So we've had fewer employees. So those employees, many of them have left the industry. They might be working for Uber driving. They might be working at an Amazon warehouse and others uh, are at home with kids that are not in school or they may be afraid of, uh, of the virus, uh, or they may just be enjoying the enhanced unemployment benefits. And uh, we need to find ways to get them back into the workforce if they're out or back into the restaurants if they're elsewhere. And I'm hearing from a lot of restaurants, like as DC is opening up to 100% capacity, but a lot of the restaurants are saying, that's great, but we can't open up to 100% capacity because we don't have the help. That's precisly where we're at. And uh, it's come upon us so quickly. And at the same time as the weather is uh, warming up, which makes our outdoor seating uh, much more viable and interesting and fun. Uh, so those um, those campfire cabins that we built and the sidewalk tables, they're going to be full. We have the entire restaurant that we can fill. We can put a, a lot of people in our restaurant. It's a pretty big restaurant, uh, but we don't have as many employees as we need. So we're reaching out to the community and enhancing our competitiveness, making sure that we're paying at the highest rates. And, but we're doing more than just uh, giving bonuses and referral bonuses and increasing our wages. We're trying to find ways not only to make the jobs better, but to make our employees' lives better. So we're adding in uh, financial, uh, personal finance courses so people can manage their money. We're offering those bonuses to get people's attention. We're offering them in cryptocurrency. But that means people have to understand what that is and what to do with that and how to add to it, perhaps uh, to increase their savings to buy a car or buy a house or retire someday. And we, so we want them to understand how to manage their personal finances. We're also inherently a bilingual um, restaurant. We, are, we serve Hispanic food and uh, many of our employees speak Spanish. Some of them speak only Spanish. Some of them only speak Haitian Creole. We want those people to have opportunity to advance. We want to unlock that potential in them. So we're offering English as a second language courses for those people and uh, so that they can communicate better with the rest of the staff and, and succeed. But we're also offering Spanish as a second language courses because some of our employees don't speak Spanish and we want the team to be able to communicate well. And you're doing it at the community college level. It seems like you're throwing like everything in the kitchen sink into this. I'm interested in how you decided on the different um, incentives, right? Was there like a meeting that you're like, I know we'll do cryptocurrency and then we'll do referral bonuses. Like how did this come about? Because it, it seems like you're not just saying, Hey, we'll give you money. You've really thought through this whole plan of all these benefits. Uh, precisely. It was a meeting. We we're saying, how can we make our jobs more compelling? How can we make them more competitive? How can we make uh, improve the lives of our employees? Because we don't just want to get them to uh, take a job. We want them to stay with us. And uh, in our company, 
Our most successful people have come from hourly employees. Our general managers come from hourly positions. Our executive chefs mostly come from hourly positions. We have an executive chef in Philadelphia who started as the cleaner of our restaurant 20 years ago. We have a general manager, a woman in Atlantic City who started as a hostess. And those stories go on and on. So a lot of people come to us for a job and end up with a career. And we want to foster that. We love that. that that's what you're doing. And, and Tommy and I have been trying to support restaurants and get the message out of all the creative ways restaurateurs are getting people into the restaurants, keeping their employees happy and safe and fed and all the things. So we appreciate what, what you do. And that's why we wanted to talk to you today. Thank you. And uh, another success story is our general manager in Washington, D.C., who started as a server in Atlantic City. That's awesome. That's awesome. Barry Good is the CEO of Cuba Libre and Rumbar. Thank you for joining us. And thanks for um, all you do for the DC community on Ninth Street. Thank you both. We really appreciate it. And uh, really happy uh, to be reopening fully soon. From our chat with Barry Guten, the CEO of Cuba Libre. Thanks for joining us this morning. And if you want to catch any of our past shows, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to just listen to this all day long. You can get the Tommy and Kelly show anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, etc. Or grab the Real Fun DC app to discover our other awesome shows like Yes, Another Podcast, Industry Night with Nikki Nellis, and Neeks at Night. See you next time. Yeah.